While Egypt's first post-uprising president spoke in New York, another of the Arab Spring's revolutions was marking a somber moment. In Libya, a former rebel fighter who was hailed as a hero was laid to rest today. Omran Ben Shaban was just 22 years old. His hero status came from the fact that he was there when the toppled dictator Muammar Gaddafi was captured last year. Shaban was one of the rebels who grabbed Gaddafi as he emerged from a drain pipe. A couple of months ago, though, the tables turned. Shaban was kidnapped by Gaddafi loyalists and tortured. He was eventually released but died from his wounds this week. Dirk van de Valle is associate professor of government at Dartmouth College and an expert on Libya. Professor van de Valle, what was Shaban's role in the capture of Gaddafi exactly? Do you know? As far as we know, there was a number of militiamen on the morning that Gaddafi uh, was discovered. Um, He had fled into a pipe, and a number of the militias, including this young man, discovered him in that pipe, and he indeed was one of the young men that uh, uh, grabbed Gaddafi as he came uh, from uh, from that drainage pipe. And is it known whether he was one of those people who either abused the dictator or helped in the actual killing of him? It's really not known. There was so much confusion and chaos at the time. The the video that we've seen, and there are multiple versions uh, of these videos, Um, show an enormous amount of confusion and chaos uh, and several men surrounding Gaddafi. So it's not absolutely clear uh, what exactly happened, who abused Gaddafi, and uh, who ultimately pulled the trigger that killed him. And then two months ago, Shaban was captured by presumably Gaddafi loyalists, tortured. Did, Did the kidnappers know who he was? Was that why they went after him? Again, it's not very clear. And in Libya, uh, of course, there is this kind of lingering chaos. There is this tit-for-tat that several militias are engaging in uh, toward each other. Um, And so he may have been known or he may have not uh, been known. No one really knows at this particular point in time. I mean, we saw during the, during the riots in Benghazi around the U.S. consulate just kind of what divisions exist in Libya right now. But it is surprising to see how active Gaddafi loyalists still are in Libya. How divided is the country? I think the, the activism of the Gaddafi loyalists is perhaps a bit exaggerated. Um, while there still are undoubtedly uh, loyalists, and certainly around Baniwali, uh, one of the cities, of course, that has been central in, in this uprising and where the, the loyalists of the Gaddafi loyalists held on to power for the, the longest time. Uh, but overall, it's quite unclear in Libya because, again, of all the competing militias that exist, both militias that were involved um, in the actual civil war, but also a number of rogue militias that have appeared um, after the civil war. It's not always clear uh, what exactly is happening Uh, again, within this general climate of of chaos uh, and upheaval that uh, Libya still exhibits today. Meantime, you know, many who uh, were opposed to Gaddafi are are really hoping that some kind of justice uh, comes through for Shaban. Uh, Apparently, Shaban's brother runs a militia in Misrata and is vowing revenge if the government fails to deliver justice. What are the chances of that happening? One of the big problems of, of Libya ever since the end of the civil war has been that there are uh, these multiple militias. In the case of Misrata, there were over 100 militias at one particular point in time. And the problem is that the government simply does not yet have the capacity to really control these militias. They've tried to incorporate them uh, through several ways, bringing them in, into the army, bringing them into security organizations, and a number of other measures. Uh, but that is still very, very incomplete. And indeed, the government, at least for some of its security functions, still relies on some of these militias. Um, So what has happened after the the killing of Ambassador Stevens is that the government is now trying to make a more forceful 
uh, effort to bring some of these militias under control and particularly to rein in these rogue militias. Uh, but my hunch is that this is a process that will take years. Does that raise concerns for you about the potential for some kind of civil conflict if you've got all these militias kind of doing their own justice? Obviously, it's not an ideal situation where you have a government that does not have the monopoly of violence. Uh, that is, the government simply cannot control the territory of Libya at this particular point in time. But on the other hand, I think we've seen a, a good number of steps forward um, that seem to indicate that the power of the government in Libya is gaining some traction. Now, it's very slow. It's still very incomplete. But bit by bit, um, I think the government really is becoming a true government, in a sense. And it's really engaged in an effort of building up the state in Libya that has never really existed. So on the one hand, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, and certainly, I hope that the government can get these uh, militias under control. But again, I think it will be a long-term process. Dirk van der Valle, associate professor at Dartmouth College, who is at the U.N. General Assembly this week in New York. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure.